Hello, Nerd Nation. Wow, look at that voice crack. <laughs> I'm leaving it. Hello, Nerd Nation. Welcome to Nerdy for 30, the podcast where we talk about nerdyish movies for 30-ish minutes. My name is Kim Bauer, aka The Critic's Choice. With me, as always, is Tim Keck, the People's Champ. And today, we are talking about not a movie, but a TV show, a very special TV show that we like to call Jury Duty, because that is the title of the TV show. Mm-hmm. Tim, I reached out to you, said we should cover this because this is one of the coolest things I've seen, certainly since the <laughs> rehearsal. Do you agree? Did this blow your mind to the same extent that it blew mine? I mean, it was on my radar for sure when you reached out. I guess I'd kind of forgotten about it, but I, I heard the premise. It sounded really great. I was very excited to listen to it. It's like only 30 minutes. It's free on Amazon. It's like on Freebie. I have no idea what the fuck Freebie is, but you can just go on Amazon Prime and it's good. I'd love to talk about the marketing for Freebie because I don't know what Freebie <laughs> is. I think it's a bad idea. It seems mm. like Amazon's just adding another layer to stuff, you know, like instead of HBO Discovery, we're going max. And uh, long story short, I didn't love it. I just didn't. Really? I didn't care for it. I thought it was sloppy and poorly executed. And uh, I, I didn't in, I didn't enjoy it. I powered through parts of it. There were moments that I got, I really laughed. And then the rest of it was kind of, OK, here we go. You know, it, it was not uh, it's not high on my list for the things we've covered this year. I'll say that wow. it, was, it was fine. But I, I did get a few big laughs and. The rest of it was confusing, and I, I ultimately thought very sloppy. That's incredible. I Wow. Yeah. I, now I know how you felt when we came out of Guardians of the Galaxy 3, and I said I thought it was all right. Yeah. Because this is, this is shocking to me. Okay, so let's, let's dive right into it. What's an example of something you thought this show did sloppily? One thing I don't understand is the tone of the show. Is this a prank? Is this a show? I thought this was a prank. I thought this they were going to Truman show this guy and that the whole thing revolved around him and creating these unique experiences with him. And those moments were the funniest and best part to me. However, they didn't really do that. That's not really what the show was all the time. They wrote a they wrote a sitcom. They wrote a trial and they had scenes that they were going to do. And the craziest thing about this to me that makes it that I, I, I can't wrap my head around is they filmed scenes that Ronald wasn't in. Ronald isn't there and they kept filming these skits that they were doing. Why? What do you do? It's a prank on him, right? If you're if the impractical jokers don't like keep dancing once the cameras stop rolling, like once the prank's done, I don't, I don't know. I can't don't think of another. The impractical no, jokers Nathan keep Fielder. dancing forever. <laughs> Nathan Fielder's the closest example, I guess. He, he, at a certain point, it stops, right? He's not doing things. I guess his show is the point of his show is that it doesn't stop. Mm -hmm. I don't know why they kept filming scenes without him. The They did the soaking scene which I actually laughed at. I thought it was super funny that they filmed the soaking scene. Mm. But why did they film the soaking scene? It's just there because it was funny. It doesn't make any sense that it's there. They did all these interviews with characters and I'm looking at the list and I'm like, well, cool, you got four guys in this scene. None of them are Ronald. 
And then James Marston's on the ground in the background doing something goofy. Who is this for? Why are you doing this? It's to perpetuate this plot that they need because they wrote a story. And this guy, it's more like Gravid Water or something. That was the show at UCB where they would do. There was a script and one person didn't know the script and he just had to fumble along. It was more like they wrote a script. They cast somebody in it who's never seen this the script before. And then they did the script, regardless of whether or not he was an active participant or not. Mm-hmm. And that was that was the biggest flaw for me. I, I can't wrap my my mind around that. At the end, they were like, wow, we're setting you up to be the hero. You know, this was all about you. You did the best. We set you up with challenges and you overcame them. This was a test of character and you passed. And until they got to that point in the finale, that was not my impression of the show at all. That was not that was great. That came out of left field for me. So I don't know what this show is. It's a it's a it's a cool premise. They set up a scenario and then they filmed everything that happened and they threw it together. And I think it's a sloppy mess. I do. It made me laugh at point at points. I I don't know. Interesting. I think I was so blinded by the moments of this that made me laugh that I didn't think more critically about the things that you're bringing up. I am with you on them revealing that this was a test of character for him at the end. That took me off guard, too. That felt like a leftover piece from an earlier draft of what this all should have been or maybe something that they thought it was when they made it. And it became something slightly different when they got it into the edit room. Yes. That was a little bit jarring. I felt like they, yeah, they just had to use that footage anyway, even though it didn't fit. I am also with you on why did they keep filming these cutaways with people? I was always looking for Ronald in the background because those make sense if you are furthering the character in his eyes so if he sees all of those cutaways being filmed those are the ones that really worked for me is when it was clear that they were just kind of pulling people out one by one to talk in a situation he's in the background he could theoretically overhear this all of this should be performed for his benefit but when a character is in a cutaway and they're performing something ostensibly for our benefit in character it's a little bit weird because we're like we know that this is a goof so are you trying to get us right. to actually buy in on the character you're playing? Because we we know we're not supposed to in this context. Even when they're at a birthday party and they pull one character aside to interview him. I, I like your idea that it's to to show Ronald that they're doing this with everybody. They have to do this. Yeah. Why are we seeing it? Exactly. Why are we seeing this interview with a character? Ronald isn't in the background. We're not getting his reaction to it. We're just getting a quick snippet with the guy who believes in uh, a crutch pants or whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> it's and it's some moments are funny and i it's a but it's a mess it's a it's sloppy it's a mess and i think yeah that i i think their plans changed with this too i think they try i don't know what i don't know what they were trying to accomplish with this i they seem it seemed like Ronald did everything they wanted him to. And I don't think Ronald did anything interesting the whole really? time. He I I wasn't interested really in Ronald at all. He kind of went with the flow and it felt like they were really pulling teeth at moments to convince him to do stuff. 
and he didn't react to anything. He said, James Morrison takes a giant shit. Yeah, I got to call a plumber. Can we get out of here? Like, yeah, sure. We could do that. And it's for whatever reason, it didn't. It wasn't so crazy that I thought, oh, this guy's super cool. It was everything was like kind of reasonable. And I I don't know what tone they were. I don't know what they were trying to accomplish with this. I genuinely don't at all. I will say, I think what makes his reactions interesting is the fact that he is so amenable to everybody. I think he, by being so kind and accommodating, is showing like a very quietly... I, the first word that came to mind is heroic. When they call him a hero at the end, I was like, I don't know about that. No. But he really is, he's clearly such a caring person. And the things that he does, when he's talking in the cutaway about the guy, I think his name was Todd in the show, that made the chance, the chair pants, the fact that he showed him a bug's life and his <laughs> point of showing him the bug's life or a bug's life is that he wanted him to see that sometimes people don't understand these technological innovations, but you're on to something and you need to believe in yourself. That's incredible. That is a genuinely incredible slice of life of humanity. I wouldn't yes. have done that. Would you have done that? No, I don't know. I guess that part is a little crazy is interesting. Yeah. Maybe that's true. I guess I'm maybe I'm viewing it from the prism that we I already know what this is. I'm I'm analyzing it as a production as opposed to viewing it through the prism that this guy is there's crazy eye guy and I'm going to watch a bug's life with him. They also all seemed very friendly and they were all hanging out the whole time. And I found that way more interesting than anything they did with the trial. I don't think anything interesting happened during the trial. It was just them all hanging out afterwards. Like the the hardest I left in the whole thing. And I was I was fucking dying is when he plays that game with the sticks with that oh dude God. on the jury, the really slow guy. And that guy has to have a panic because he's like the sticks like landed outside of the circle that that whole interaction was so goddamn funny. The guy who was playing the game was so funny. And it's that was such a dumb bit they were doing. And I I loved it. That that got me so good. But it was just them hanging out. It was just them hanging out and weird characters interacting with him. And I don't know, old lady falling asleep in the courtroom. That's that doesn't do anything for me. You know, James Marsden being a brat. Who cares? It's, you're right. That was a very human moment with the with the thing. And he was nice to people. But I don't know. Was the goal for him to be nice to people? What was the goal of this? Were they trying to freak somebody out? Well, were, what did they want Ronald to do? Yeah, I think they is were this trying what to they him wanted out. him to do. No, I don't think this is what they wanted him to do. No, I think they wanted him to freak out and be interesting. And instead, he was just really nice. And so then they had to then they had to spin this to say, you seemed worried when that actor did a pratfall. You didn't move to help him, but. You showed courage in that moment. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? A guy ate shit. He sat there and watched them help him. And all of a sudden he's a hero. This is crazy. The Bugs Life thing is a great example. It's it's the craziest one for sure. And the rest of it is fine. I don't know. It's I I don't know. I think I this know. I 
That seems to be why it helped more weight for me is the fact that this guy isn't your typical reality show participant where everything is super heightened. He feels like more people that I know in my life and it's interesting to watch him when confronted with these situations try to figure out a way to be supportive, try to figure out a way to be very amenable. I think that makes it more relatable in day-to-day life because when you think about all the weird shit that we see living here, I mean, this city, you know what I'm talking about? But Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you think about the way that you react to most of this stuff. And for myself personally, frankly, it's a lot of avoidance, a lot of what can I do to get myself out of the situation, self-preservation. And so to see someone who is engaged in these conversations with these actors who have intentionally tried to create uncomfortable situations to watch him not just try to remove himself from it as quickly as possible, but actually engage in it and try to be helpful for people. They take that guy to the mall and give him a makeover. Like he's really trying to like make improvements in this guy's life. And when he talks about him in his cutaway interviews that he doesn't think this guy's ever going to see, He's very supportive. I guess maybe he would think that he's going to see it because, you know, this is being recorded, but he's being very supportive of this guy. And it's interesting that he hasn't just written him off as this weirdo that's in the apartment or the hotel room next to me is sliding me notes onto the door. Yeah. If. I also think they grease the wheels for this, right? If I show up to jury duty, the one time I showed up to jury duty, I didn't know anybody there. Nobody talked to me the whole time. I was bored. Everyone's reading books or watching something on their phone. And then you leave and Mm -hmm. you it's a way it's a boring day where nobody talks to you and nothing's interesting happens. Nobody's talking. Nobody's hanging out. This he sits down and immediately these actors are trying to befriend him. Mm -hmm. They're approaching him in a very friendly way, an outgoing way. They are wanting to spend time with him. And I think in that scenario, it's way easier to do what he did. I think the Bugs Life thing is above and beyond. But going to the mall with these people that you've been sequestered with for a week and a half who are nice to you and do like hanging out with you. If somebody's nice and friendly, I put up with a lot of weird for that. I think most people do. I think you'll tolerate a lot of weirdness for somebody that's nice and fun. And, you know, I I don't think it's that crazy that he would become friends with these people and hang out and want to hang out with James Marsden. I just don't I don't know if he did anything super exceptional aside from the bugs life. Aside from bugs life. He was uh, he was kind of boring to me. I don't know. I do wonder they, if they cut some stuff out too, though. They well, they filmed for like three solid weeks. Yeah, they did all of this. They did a real trial, and it was boring as shit. And they said they had to make it boring as shit and realistic, so that he would buy into the absurd things they were doing. And I'm thinking, what are these absurd things you're doing? Why? Why they're so worried about him figuring it out? One, it's an absolutely insane thing that this happened. <laughs> that the like. It's so crazy. Do you have any idea how insane you would have to be to be like, am I being Truman showed right now? It's 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 impossible. It's impossible that he would figure this out after so much time, all this stuff going on. I guess he did apply for this experiment, Mm -hmm. but still, it's such it's such a leap 
to question your very reality. Yeah. That I think it's next to impossible. And I also don't know if anything. What's the craziest thing that happened on this? The absolutely most insane thing. The mm. soaking. That's weird. James Marsden agreeing to soak these people is crazy. But he also said at the end, he's like, oh, I was going to tell everybody about that. Like, that's a great story. But I don't know if it's insane. I don't think it's insane. He spent two weeks with these characters. They're all doing what they would do as he knows them. So some guy lied about him being together with his wife. That's not interesting or crazy. James Marsden hired fake paparazzi to that's not crazy to me. Um, the poop. I don't know if that's that's not crazy to me. Um, the only thing the like the only thing to me is is the like the bio guy, like the robot dude. Yeah, he is the only crazy thing. And I also don't know if it comes. It doesn't come across that crazy to me. It's he does truly insane shit like the pants that you sit down in. Mm-hmm. But he's kind of playing this guy who's like, I think, on the spectrum a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think it's pretty easy to believe that somebody on the spectrum would be doing this or this guy who, who's presenting himself this way, who's nerdy, who's like said, this is a big part of my personality. This is a thing that I'm very invested in. Why wouldn't he take those chances? It it doesn't seem like what's the craziest thing that happened, Kevin? That's it's very interesting. I'm looking back through I'm flipping back through in my brain and you're right. I think I'm blinded in the moment. I what don't... moment? What was the moment? Like what what about this appealed to you so much that made it so good or so interesting? I think the minute by minute watching him reacting to everything. And I think the idea of everyone being able to keep up this facade and interact with him and just him continuing to believe it. You're right that it would be completely demented for him to assume that everything was being filmed. But by the same token, people were throwing fastballs. Like people were absolutely throwing fastballs in the group interview scenes and all that. And it wasn't always a situation where the person the in character was making a joke. It was a lot of the time the person in character is saying something that related to their fictional life as a character. Right. And you would kind of see people that were behind Ronald fighting back smiles, but people kept it together incredibly well. I think the whole thing seemed so fun. It seems so playful to do this. The scale of it, the scope of it is insane to think about. So I think there's also that same kind of appeal that the rehearsal had where you just think about what they did and it's like, are you kidding me? You filmed a boring trial for three weeks with this guy? Um, All the little things. Yeah. The, what did the to create a say? boring show. Oh, my God. They filmed something boring for four weeks, and now they have eight episodes of something boring as shit. (laughs) Found a boring guy, did boring stuff to him. Wow, this is shaking me. This is shaking my confidence, And it's free, by the way. It's free with ads. (laughs) I got so much enjoyment out of this show. (laughs) I feel like I could troll this thing hardcore. It did make me laugh. There were moments that were really funny. There were definitely bits in this that were great. 
it's I don't know what I don't I think it was sloppy and trash. I mean, Nathan Fielder is a master of this, and it felt yeah. like a poor impression of Nathan Fielder. Nathan Fielder is holding your hand the whole time. He's walking you through this. He's narrating what's going on and what their goals are. He is constantly telling you what his goal is and what he's trying to accomplish. In Practical Jokers, they're going out. They're saying this is the game we're playing. This is the reaction we're trying to get. And now we've established what the what the access is. This was we're we're Truman showing somebody and we're going to film and, you know, who cares? Like, it's just going to happen. They even they dropped all these things about this, like white supremacy T-shirt and then just yeah. didn't do anything with it. I thought this was going to become like a conspiracy and he was going to solve this case. The case. Yeah. Uninteresting. Boring. It. There's nothing. I don't even think anything crazy in court happened. I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand, Kevin. I don't understand your joy for this. So maybe that's the thing. Maybe that would be an approach you would like more is if instead of these cutaways with these characters, we were getting a situation where you're seeing the directors of the show and they're sitting down with some of the actors and they're saying, all right, he didn't pick up on the breadcrumbs. We want him to solve this mystery. So really softball this one to him. Somebody find a way to slip this into dinner conversation. And then it cuts to dinner and we know that they're all trying to slip that in. Yes. Having the rules a little bit more would help. I think you're 100% right. They, for whatever reason, thought that was something to see once the show was over. They they didn't want us to see any of the works until it was uh, the, they showed it in the finale. If they incorporate that stuff the whole time, we all of a sudden have we know what the motivation is. We know what they're trying to do and like how they're trying to solve these problems. And we know going in that they're going to be fucking with him. Right. They can even just say, hey, we've got an off day, so we're going to try and throw some weird stuff at him and then cut to him playing the sticks game with somebody and then cut to him watching a bug's life with this guy. Like, how do we not see them watching bug's life together, too? I think that would be great. And him having that conversation with him. We don't see that conversation. That's crazy to be. You're filming for 24 seven and we can't we don't see him talking about the bug's life. It's. I don't know. It's all right. I thought James Marsden was great. He was so funny. Say some positives. I thought all the actors in this were really good. I thought the way they filmed stuff was really good. I don't think they landed the plane, but all the actors in this were crushing it. And James Marsden specifically, who's a guy that I don't think I've ever really thought about more than once. (laughs) was, was great. He was awesome. He seems like a cool dude. Fucking love James Marsden now. Oh, it was so fun watching him try to push this image of this horribly conceited actor all the stuff with the lone pine script was just killing me <laughs> lone pine was so good <laughs> that see but you had i if i remember correctly you had some moral questions about nathan fielder's show right or is he manipulating these people is he making fun of them do you not feel any of those qualms with this because they they Truman showed this guy for a month. Yeah. And I saw an interview where he said it took me a month. I didn't go to work for a month. It took me a long time to process this and kind of come back to reality. He said afterwards, like the like a week after he called James Marsden and was like, are people filming me? 
is this still happening? And he said, James, he was talking about how cool James Marsden is, but James Marsden stayed on the phone with him and they like, like worked this out for an hour. And it seems like this really would fuck with somebody hard. And they're making him the hero and they're smiling. And the judge is like, great job. And we've been fucking with you for a month. All these relationships that you thought were genuine are not. And maybe parts of them are, but it's. It was all a prank. So. I feel worse about this than I do about anything Nathan Fielder's done, honestly. It is troubling. And the reason that I don't feel worse about this than Nathan Fielder's is that a lot of the people on Nathan Fielder's shows seem like they've got something going on. He tends to have people on the show that have extremist beliefs. And it's, I mean, part of the allure of the show is watching him get in a car with somebody and drive for a little bit. And then they're going to bring up the fact that they think angels are among us and kind of exploiting (laughs) that for laughs. Whereas for this, he seems a lot more grounded as a guy, but I'm glad to hear that Marston's been helping him out. I hope it doesn't become an even worse thing. The amount of time that it went on for is crazy. And I don't know, even though it seems like they genuinely like him, I don't know if it's going to be a situation where he would ever be able to have real relationships with any of the people that he met on the show, any of the actors, because it would just be too strange. Um, Yeah. What if, let me pitch something to you. Yeah. Better or worse, instead of following this one guy for a four week trial, what if this show was pranking a bunch of people? either with the same prank or grabbing people for a day of a trial and then during the trial doing the most insane shit. I I almost want to see more people going through this process, more people reacting to this stuff because I don't I don't know what the baseline is. I don't know what a crazy reaction would be. I don't know what else was going on. It seems like it was a little bit wasted investing this much time and energy into a nice, boring guy like Ronald. I think you're just describing impractical jokers though. If it's just here, yeah, we have I, the really same just, I love impractical jokers, but what if, <laughs> I mean, to keep more of the spirit of this, what if it was one member of the jury is an actor. Everything that happens in the courtroom is being performed by actors but the other 11 the other 11 people that are in the room are real people. What do you think about that? What if there were Yeah, I like that. Or even if there were only four jurors that were real people. You can have real you can have more actors in the jury. But if there was a second or third person and they don't even know so then they're then they're act interacting with real people who also don't know what's going on. Yeah, I honestly would love to see that. I feel like that could be a massive improvement. That's an interesting is three, three real people going through the same experience together and figuring it out. Yeah, I'm into that. That could be very interesting. That's probably logistically too complicated, but yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Wow. OK, well, should we do some thieves do you have like what's your what's your biggest laugh during this bug's life biggest laugh is the bug's life bug's life was really good yeah that game scene was my favorite honestly when that guy came in 
when they said that they gave the dude a makeover and he showed up the next day in like that big ass jacket. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. I was just great. I think all the interactions with him were really good. It was great. I also yeah, love those were great. I don't know why I was confused by the way they shot this, but James Marsden smashing the cake and then showing up later with a cake. Him showing up later with a cake is so funny. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, anything else popping out to you? That footage must not have worked the way that they wanted it to because that premise is so good and it was alluded to during the show and we saw more of it during the it finale is. episode. But how pissed everybody was at him. And we see that one shot that was part of the reason I was saying a lot of stuff must have been cut. We see that one shot in the final episode where Ronald is like upset with Marsden. And then Marsden coming back later and being acting like there had never been a cake there in the first place. Hysterical. So funny. Biggest thief overall is Marston. This is his best acting role of all time. Marston's incredible. He was so funny. He made a bunch of funny choices. And he's probably the best part of the show. Honestly, they could have done more. They could always have done more Marston. I think they could have made him even more eccentric. I think they could have cranked him up to 11. I'm I've also I'm, I'm blanking on what it was, but Ronald was describing an interaction he had with Marsden that was, oh, you know what it was? <laughs> was when Marsden offers to pay for lunch for everybody. And then the guy at the truck asks him for his card and he's like, fuck, I got to do that. <laughs> Ronald said that Marsden turned to him and said, hey, do you want to go splits on this? <laughs> and Ronald was like, no, man, this is your this is your thing. And I think that's so funny. And he said that the producer said they didn't get the right shot of it. I'm curious what else. And I'm a little bummed that they've spent so much time on this. They put so much work in and there's it seems like they still fucked up some of like the funniest parts. Mm -hmm. But maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong about that. That Marsden showing up with the cake again. I can't believe we didn't see that (laughs) like all in one piece. It's so funny. Every time he just kind of came in oblivious to everything and tried to get away with stuff. Incredible. There was um, an entire plot thread, at least one, that never got picked up on, too, with the judge coming back in with the bloody hand and yeah, saying something nothing. under his breath. He's in a bad mood. We don't see any impact of that. Yeah. We don't see we don't see anything with the factory stuff. We don't see anything with the um, the white supremacist shirts, which is so interesting. Yeah. And. It just goes nowhere. There's no I wanted a big conspiracy with the trial. I think that would have been a way to make it interesting. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't. So also, he made the correct choice with the trial. They figured out that he did. He made the right character choice. I don't know. Dumb. I feel like I'm just shitting all over this thing that you liked, Kevin, and nothing makes me happier. So uh, should we? (laughs) I'm just happy you're happy. (laughs) I feel like your energy is down. I feel like I'm bumming you out. Well, It's always strange to look critically at something you like and realize that there are so many holes in it. (laughs) Oh, it's a real bummer to be right all the time. I'm telling you, I don't know how you do it. (laughs) Heavy is the head. 
<laughs> heavy is the head that has to listen to me they're just slowly <laughs> drooping slowly getting sadder as i monologue about how god awful this thing they care about was oh boy well everybody out there do you agree with me do you agree with tim write us into the show let us know nerdy430 at gmail.com we will be back here next week talking about something i'm not sure what yet i know we have something on the calendar but I don't know what it is. So find out with us together next week on Nerdy for 30. Till then, stay nerdy, everybody. Stay nerdy. Bye. Bye.